This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk a little NFL as we've been doing every single night, previewing some week one futures, some week one lines that have been posted already over at Bet MGM and you know, throughout this, uh, as we get a little bit closer to the season, some more of these will pop up. But right now, we will focus on the Colts and the Texans. Week one action, the Colts are going to be favored by 7.5 points. Total in that game currently, 44.5. The Colts on the money line, minus 375. Titans at home, plus 290. Titans? Uh, Texans at home, plus 290. You got me. See, here you go. You're trying to get, keep me on my toes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to make sure I'm paying attention. Yeah, something like that. Uh <laughs> The Colts, seven and a half point favorites. As you know, I really like the Colts this year. I played their win total over. Like the Colts a lot last year, like the Colts the year before that. The problem has been the quarterback position. Two years ago, it was Phillip Rivers. Got off to a nice little start, but then his arm died towards the end of the year. And then last year, it was Carson Wentz, and it was actually a disastrous start to the season. Then they got hot and had some big wins. They beat the Patriots on that Saturday night primetime game and then completely fell apart towards the end of the year. They had a shot to get into the playoffs. All they had to do was beat one of the worst teams, the worst team in the National Football League, Week 18, who had fired their coach and had a rookie quarterback. Instead, the Jags didn't just beat the Colts. They beat up on them, and that was an embarrassing loss because the Colts were also the first team to ever do the in-season hard knock. So it was all featured. It was all there for you to watch uh, the aftermath after that, man. And Carson Wentz was terrible in that game. Uh, The Jags beat him up, but... I really like the Colts more this year because they pretty much bring everybody back. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, is a top three back in the league. I think that's everybody's opinion. Uh, I think he might be the best back in the league this year, depending what Derrick Henry looks like coming off the injury last year. And, you know, without A.J. Brown and all those offensive weapons, we'll see what Tennessee looks like. But I love Jonathan Taylor. Like, I think he could lead the league in rushing. He could lead the league in touchdowns if he stays healthy. And so it doesn't matter what you think about Matt Ryan and how much football he has left, leaving Atlanta. All he has to do is turn around 30 times a game and hand it to Jonathan Taylor. They have a great offensive line. I love Quentin Nelson when he's healthy. And then on the defensive side of the ball, as I continue to talk about, Darius Leonard is my favorite player. He's a takeaway machine, force fumbles, interception, plays sideline to sideline. I wish I had a guy like him on my team. So I like the Colts, but I don't like the Colts enough to lay seven and a half on the road even against the Texans. The Texans last year were a weird team because they were rebuilding, full rebuild, because of what happened with Deshaun Watson. They trade away J.J. Watt, let him walk to Arizona. Uh, The year before, Bill O'Brien loses his mind, trades DeAndre Hopkins, a top three receiver in the league for a broken-down 30-year-old running back in David Johnson. But they were rebuilding with a bunch of vets. It was weird. You know, it was like Cooks and all these like 35-year-old dudes that clearly didn't want to be there. They have a couple years left of football in them. They uh, want to be on a competitor, on a competitor, on a competing team, but 
They uh, were like in every game. They did nothing but cover spreads for me last year. So I don't really so want to run to bet the Colts seven and a half, and I'm not laying minus 375 on the money line, but I would play the under 44 and a half. I w- that's kind of where I'm going to. I'm looking at uh, wh- when the Colts played the Texans last year. They played them twice. Uh, neither time the Texans covered. Um, they were 11 and a half point favorites uh, over the Texans on the road on October 17th. Uh, they ended up, Texans ended up losing by 28. Yeah. And then uh, at home, Colts played the Texans. They were 10 and a half point favorites and the Texans lost by 31. So my question is this, how much better are the Colts and how much better are the Texans? How much do I want to say that the Deshaun Watson was looming over the franchise? Yeah. Uh, and how much did that like impl- influence the the play there? Obviously, Lovey Smith is doing a great job with the defense. They they turned it on, especially later on in the season. They did a lot of backdoor covering. Yeah, probably wouldn't take either side of this. Honestly, I don't I don't want to no. mess around and do that. Colts at home, not a ton of weapons really. Uh, we've got you've got right you've got like uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman, my main man, and uh, man, no no, uh, Brandon Cooks for the Texans. Oh, you uh, for the Texans. I'm sorry, I'm thinking Colts. My bad. So it's just. And then Damian Pierce is going to get a ma- the majority of the carries. Other than that, it's kind of a, an old man's sort of AARP co- card backfield. Yeah. Other than him, uh, they added a guy on the offensive line in Kenyon Green, so he's going to be next to Larry Laramie Tunsil. Ten- I have a hard time saying his name. Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil. Gas mask. Justin. Oh, Justin. Gas Britt. mask. I call. Good him. old gas mask from yeah. Miami. Um. So. For me, my my vibe feels like, okay, Matt Ryan is old, but he's probably not going to feel old in week one. He's going to be, gonna be better than, yeah, he's going to be better than he'll ever be week one. It's only going to be downhill from there. I don't think he goes uphill. You've got Jonathan Taylor and a bunch of weapons with uh, Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell and, you know, whoever Alec Pierce ends up being. I think he could be good. Yeah, I think the only play for me is the under. It feels like both teams are going to want to run the ball. You know, Mike, uh, he's not even Mike Glennon. He's the ghost Mike of Glennon. Uh, Mike Glennon. Uh, General Mills, General Davis Mills has gotten better. I think I like he actually him. is a, a good, decent quarterback. Yeah. But I don't want any part of that side. Total, 44 and a half. I'm taking the under. Both teams, sort of an anemic offense. Yeah. In Houston. That's all I have. Well, that's, that's really all I have. And that's the other thing. Like, if anything... I'd probably actually lean Texans just because I'm getting the hook. I'm getting more than a touchdown because it's going to be a feeling out. Like it's going to be a learning process the first couple of weeks. And we don't, there's so much that we don't know. I mean, yeah, we're in OTAs. We got guys that aren't showing up to OTAs, but is Matt Ryan going to play in the preseason? Are we going to I get, a, are we going to get a look at him because he's going to have to pick up on the new playbook? I, I, I thought Matt Ryan was actually, and we said this, like I was one, I was saying Kyle Shanahan should give him a call. I, I would, I would trust Matt Ryan over Trey Lance. I really would. And last year, he wasn't even that bad. He had no offensive line. Kelvin Ridley decided he wasn't playing football, and now he can't play football. They had a, I mean, they got rid of Julio Jones. Obviously, he went to Tennessee. I like I like Kyle Pitts, but he was a rookie tight end, and he only caught one touchdown. Their best player was a kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver, running back in Patterson. So now Matt Ryan is surrounded with all these weapons. And, like, the running game there is going to be great. Like, they don't have to rely on him to drop back 40 no, times. Because not only do you have Jonathan Taylor, you, they also signed Philip Lindsay, too. Yep. Just uh, a couple months, like a month or two ago in March. So they have Philip Lindsay there. 
Yeah, I like the Colts a lot. And they also, like defensively, they added Stephon Gilmore. They signed him to a two-year contract, so they got even better in the secondary, and they have that pass rush. That's going to be good. They're going to be a lot lot. better. I like them a lot, but I do think it'll take them a couple weeks. Even last year, they got off to that slow start because Wentz had to pick up on the playbook. That's true. You know, so I think I, would, yeah, I don't think we should take any part of that side, honestly. No, but I do like that total, and I probably Same. see that going the opposite way, probably going the other way, maybe. So I might go under in that game, Same. but we'll uh, keep you updated, obviously, as we get a little bit closer to the season. We only have about a million months. Only a hundred and something days. Ryan's I will be counting count- I will, down. I've missed it so much.